Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? This is fucking point. (laughs) Episode 148. Holy hell. Still at it? Still at it? Still the oldest? Agency Sigma. <laughs> Warhammer <laughs> slash Wargaming. Man, probably not Wargaming, but definitely Age of Sigma related podcast. Out there. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> we got the bastard here. Raj here. We're going to try and be a little more consistent now that Raj is back from baby break from work. Yeah. Since we do sneak oh, out of work to record these. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, I'd say we do always meet to record. Yeah. The Skype thing was a one off. Abomination, fluke. in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Not being able to look into that pretty gray beard you got going there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are there any more, more grays? Yeah, I don't think so. I expect you to be chubby when you came back, yeah. but you're not... Maybe a tiny bit, but I don't remember how chubby you were when we left. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're on the chubby side yeah. of thin, so that's a good spot to be, I think. You close your eyes and touch yourself. <laughs> I'm always chubby in your mind's eye. <laughs> like the old days. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, what have you been up to, buddy? Oh, quite a bit. Paternity leave is over. Back to work. But that's not stopped me, John. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still painting. I'm still trying. <laughs> Well, I haven't been painting too much. No. But I did hit up two different events, mm. which was the Saga Storm, which was three weeks ago, yeah. and Ufinity, which was just this last weekend. Okay. Well, you've been so, on a real tear. Yeah. Not too much painting or hobby going on, just plugging away on my Infinity shit. Sure. But for the Saga Storm was a blast. and That was the outside event I seen somewhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one thing... With the paternity leave over, I'm getting back to the Wisco Horndog videos. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear about my Saga Storm experience, you can check out my YouTube channel where I blather on about it. But there are oh, a lot yeah. of cool photos. That must be where I've seen it. <laughs> about everything. And then Ufinity was just the last last weekend here. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Um, after planning a Saga event and then an Infinity event... I do feel like I'm probably more excited for Infinity. Yeah. There's a little more neat with the model range and rules and stuff like that. Sure. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I'm not going to get into here. I think maybe I might go on personal flash paper with you and discuss our Infinity experience okay. there. But for me, I'm just been, I guess as hobby goes, assembling some Chaos Dwarves, actually. Yeah. As part of the paint challenge, I'm actually what? getting down... To the nitty gritty here. I, I saw mean, there's that. There's still still a bajillion of them, the Chaos Wars. But I did go through and kind of see what I actually wanted to put together because I bought a big Chaos Dwarf lot yeah. last year for whatever reason. <laughs> and uh, a whim. So I've been actually going through it and seeing what's all in there. Sure. And like there was like eight Death Rockets. I'm like, well, I don't need eight Death Rockets. <laughs> so I the sold off some of those. There's <laughs> A couple different um, character model duplicates and stuff like that. Sure. That I'm kind of going through. And I'm like, well, I don't need a bunch of these. There's like these, there's like one Chaos Dwarf that th- he doesn't quite look like all the rest. He's yeah. Like, he was like a precursor, I think, or maybe like a test one or something like that. But I have a bunch of those guys, but I don't like them. So I just sold a bunch of the, <laughs> those ones. Yeah. But yeah, basically it came down to... It was probably 20 or 30 Great Weapon dudes to paint, 20 or 30 blunderbusses, four four Hell Rockets, and uh, <laughs> Earth, Earth Shaker, a Taurus. Are you round basing these things? What are you? Yeah, I, I picked up some round bases. I figure Okay. I don't have any plans to play Age of Sigmar or uh, Kings of War, but I will get the corresponding square movement trays. So yeah. I could use them for either. Sure. Or just use nice movement trays for Age of Sigmar. So, yeah, these, I think I'm definitely going to probably just hit them with the three-color minimum to round out the challenge. And okay. And go back and spruce them up. But I will be mm. planning to use the airbrush pretty extensively on some of the larger pieces. I might just 
go ahead and straight finish. Yeah. But for the, the infantry dudes, Planet Airbrush, the beard, the helmet, you know, there's certain areas I think that'll be really useful with the airbrush, put a sweet fade on the helmets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can highlight the beards pretty easily. Sure. Kind of doing a top-down thing, and then I think the blunderbusses will look pretty nice with some airbrush, and then go back by hand and fill in the, the blanks. All right. But, yeah, with that, got Wapaka prep, as always. Mm, yeah. It's that time of year, which is half the year. <laughs> but we can talk about that later. Sure. What are you? What have you been up to, dude? I've been up to a little bit in the hobby. In terms of fucking just, doing some actual modeling. Just I, your tip in? Yeah, it's just, not that's about it. In. Occasionally the brush tip. I've been painting on this fucking tack bot. I got one arm left to do on him, and then just the tops of the model where you hold them and all the paint scuffs off. So mm-hmm. if I had actually worked on it, I probably would have finished him today at lunch if we hadn't been doing some podcasting, but... So I've been painting away on him. I got distracted by what we're going to talk about later on under my current obsession ooh, section. Ooh, excellent. So, uh, um, I don't know. I've probably been painting maybe two hours a week for the last three, four weeks. But plus he really fucking pissed me off because I painted the first arm mm-hmm. and then the fucking metal like broke and almost snapped off when it was fully painted. Ooh. So I had to bend it against the body and then take a toothpick and put little dabs of glue in the elbow <laughs> and then at the hand where the hand touches the body so now it's got two points of contact so it, I tested it it's pretty solid but now then I was fucking painting the other arm mm-hmm. the one I'm working on now and about the third or fourth time I pick up the model I notice even though it's pinned green stuffed and super glued it's fucking loose again so I was like <laughs> stupid little motherfucker so both arms are giving me grief here but other than that, I glued together who is to be the lord of the fucking Orctonian. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> a little bit of fucking Age of Sigmar. So I I, you know, he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's fucking massive. He's an Avatars of War orc lord on a boar. So I just got to sculpt up his little cape, and then I'll do some a bunch of cool little bits all around his waist and shit, too. So I got a nice layer of dust fur all over oh. him. Oh, yeah, on the boar. Facilitate. Yeah, some quick dry brushing. <laughs> I just did that so that it was consistent. It was a consistent look with the rest of them because those avatars of war boars don't have that fur look on the on the model, mm-hmm. so it should look. Because otherwise, it would just be like painting skin, so yeah. they don't add fur texture. So that was the main reason. But it does increase painting time about tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been working on that guy. Um, I had a fucking ethnicity test. Did you oh. see, I posted on Facebook so my family could see it, but I think maybe. I don't know what's going on here. So I I've, I got up with Amazon.com. You trying to get out of some uh, <laughs> child support charges <laughs> or something? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> no, uh, I just thought it would be something cool to do. Um, hoping maybe find out something interesting. Mm-hmm. A little bit of African-American or some Native American in the family tree. Yeah, I'm sure. 116th so, Cherokee, I'm yeah. sure. Well, my dad always said we were American Indian, so... <laughs> That's what he always claimed. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's what everybody claims. So, yeah, the grand fucking result, 83% from Great Britain, mm. 6% Scandinavia, 5%... That came in around the seven or 800. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that line was, was added. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. <laughs> 5% Finland slash Northwest Russia, oh. and then... Same kind of people. 2% Eastern European, less than 1% Irish. Oh, wow. so, bottom line, just another honky. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow, totally, totally European. Yeah, I was, I was like, what the fuck? That's not what I expected at all. My folks been lying to me. Mm-hmm. There's some genes been getting overlaid. <laughs> my mom's fam, my mom always said her family was 100% German, but that would ought to make me half German, not yeah, that's not what, 83% English. That's what I've always been told. Yeah, maybe I need to get. To I highly, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's something worth talking about. I'm like 80% uh, Reichland, 20% Bretonian. <laughs> Schwarzhemp. <laughs> Schwarzhemp. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was pretty interesting. If you haven't done it, I recommend it. It's kind of cool because after you do it on their web, this is not a fucking Ancestry.com fucking <laughs> advertisement, mm-hmm. but it shows you everybody that you're closely related to that's also had DNA tests, and it shows you everybody that you're probably second to like six cousins with, and it just breaks it down by mm-hmm. how close of a relation you are to all these other people that have had it. And there's the people that cool. are supposedly really close relations to me, like within like family unit, just but I've never met these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's so interesting. I don't know if my how much does it cost? 
It was a hundred bo- ninety nine bucks, and then they send you a fucking little thing in the mail. You just have to fill it full of spit. Jizz. Yeah. <laughs> you should. <but. laughs> well, punk though. You fill punk it full of spit balls. and you send it back, and it takes about six to eight weeks, and then you get mm. this thing in the mail. Really, the the first page is the business part, where it just tells you your breakdown, and then they go into the details of every single ethnicity mm-hmm. that you have inside you. It's, it's really interesting, though. Says ancestry.com that yeah. you use this. Yeah. Cool. That was, that was a cool fucking little experiment. Little Bottom line, just another honky. <laughs> Did they hold up in court? The judge acquit <laughs> <laughs> you child support. <laughs> that kid ain't mine. <laughs> so... Didn't try and purchase two new properties, and I uh, the landlord saga. I was trying to put together some really entertaining shit on this landlord seller guy we're dealing with, but uh, he's one shit of the apple on the other end of the. He's the shit tree, man. Shit, <laughs> the, shit tree. I can't even fathom like how this guy draws breath every day. He's <laughs> fucking retarded, man. I don't know. Not worth talking about right now. I'll wait till after we close, maybe. Right. <laughs> I'm sure Excellent. there'll be more to the saga, but. What yeah, so what do we got for email of the week? I see we had a bunch. Are we going to talk about email of the week? Mm. Nah. Nah. <laughs> All right, moving yeah. right along. Event of the week. I forgot my phone, so I can't pull it up. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, event of the week. Wapaka, baby. <laughs> We're up to, what, do you want to do the, the husky? Yeah. The <laughs> Go husky, ahead. Wapaka. The huskaroo. Wapaka. <laughs> Just plugging away on my tables. <laughs> I heard yeah. a reference to plugging away on, I think it was White Tech on the last garage uh, maybe, plugging yeah. away on some models or another. Yeah, it's very, very apt. Well, Pack, we're up to 103 signups. Whoa! I better maybe, sign uh, up. Where's maybe 104 if you give me 30 bucks today. Oh, yeah, I could probably swing that. I probably should. Cap, Cap's going to be 150 this year. Okay. We had, like for signups last year, I think it was like 117. But then with the uh, Warhammer Widows and Hangers On and stuff, it's around 130, 135. Okay. So I, we are going to stick to this pretty hard because the uh, facility isn't quite as spacious in the vertical sense. Yeah. So it could could become quite loud and uh, inferno <laughs> potentially. The farts we, will be hovering down about no height. Yeah. <laughs> For guys my height. Dispersion. <laughs> the fart molecule dispersion is it's going to be a lot more concentrated. Shit particles. <laughs> yeah, so the space is about the same. It's just the the alehouse has that nice tall ceiling, and this is yeah. this is a lower ceiling. But okay, yeah, 103. I know a few people for sure that are going to be adding some more. So I think we will exceed in the end. The 40k and Age of Sigmar stuff has been off off the hook as far as the tournaments go. The registration for that opened up last week. Yeah, I think the 40k stuff is pretty much full. Mm. The Age of Sigmar stuff is nearly full. Although one thing was we had an X-wing tournament lined up again, which kind of fizzled again. Yeah, and Wenger's running that, and then we were chatting, and that's going to be switching on Saturday to an Age of Sigmar Raj Podge style team tournament for uh. random partners. So that'll be something fresh for people to get into otherwise the saga stuff on sundays looking pretty good 10 of 20 the infinity stuff looking pretty good as well we can go up to 32 when's the uh which day's the narrative scheduled for the infinity narrative yeah that is sunday can i just pay you for that as well in person yeah. <laughs> yes you may all right um so that was 18 but i guess Looking at 19 now. That's good. <laughs> the ITS is at 12. I probably should get in some practice game because I haven't played a single could, game. Uh, <laughs> could do it, but you know it is the it's a good place to learn as always. Okay. So not quite as much last year. Seems like there's a lot of excitement for the 40k and stuff like that. But we're trying to bring in some new new Infinity blood for sure. And then for the uh, remainder Kings of War. Is looking at eight out of thirty signed up, and the Friday night age ain't doing so good. There's one confirmed sign up for that. But, <laughs> What's uh, the event? Ninth age. Oh yeah. So Jesus. there will be Sam. I think you said you had a moderate interest. I have a I, high interest, but more there's no one to fucking play it with. So yeah, I'm not gonna learn a whole rule set for one tourney. Yeah, you gotta be the guy, John, the spearhead. <laughs> I was like, come on, Rod, check the it out. The mushroom cap, if yeah. you will. <laughs> <laughs> I have significantly more interest in that than AOS, but mm-hmm. I'll just. Totally yeah. Well, there's definitely, I think, <laughs> opportunity for some 
Ninth Age pickup games or something if the if the tournament doesn't go through. I know yeah. Joe Picararo and Twisted Troop ah. fellows are big fans of that. Sure. My Fury Road. I asked for some pre sign ups this year. We actually got five people building trucks for the uh the wall rig run <laughs> and then the, the Fury uh, Road race. Sure. So that's about it for the Wapaka stuff. If you know people who are planning on going but still haven't signed up, get their ass in gear. Crack the whip. Crack the whip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's looking good. We got a lot of mega battles and stuff. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I think all this has happened since the last cast, which is maybe six or seven weeks ago. So there's going to be a couple of X-Wing Mega Battles that are going to go forward, even though the tournament isn't happening. Butcher's doing some awesome uh, Tatooine-style boards. Uh. So he's got the little AT-AT walkers. <laughs> so there's, like, land units and stuff going on with the, the air support. So that's going to be really cool. I know there's a Kings of War Mega Battle. The uh, Age of Sigmar Mega Battle fell through. Mm. Stone Monk Gamer and his ilk were going to run that. But... Yeah, it's looking to be a mighty fine time, John. You got rats in your wall? Got my, uh, <laughs> there's a dirty animal up there. Oh, that's what's doing it. Goddamn bullies in the ceiling. Well, I just man. swatted that fucking wasp, and then I hear weird noises to my right. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the naughty? Goddamn naughty. Who's the naughty animal? This but, cat is so naughty. Yeah. Wapaka, well, going strong, yeah, as man. always. John. Get my sign-ups done today. Yeah. <laughs> You've been reading a book? Are you done with the Mistborn staff? Were you done with it before? I can't well, I finished doing the, second the second one. Part. I think I talked about that, though. Are you in the, you're into the... I got the third one. The it Steve just Punk came. Stuff? No, I gave Guns. up on that. It wasn't very enjoyable. The guns? I, I couldn't get into it. I, I got the third Mistborn, but I haven't ripped it to the computer yet. It just came from the library the other day. So I fucking got through Dresden Side Jobs, ah. which... I've heard it get bad reviews before, but I thought it was really good. <laughs> if you're just if you're into Dresden, I I enjoyed every one of them. So and it it's cool because you get stories from the perspective of other characters. So there's a whole story from his brother Michael. Michael? No. Yeah, I think it's Michael. is it Michael, He's the white core vampire. vampire. Yeah. yeah, you get a whole story from his perspective, and then you get a whole story from God damn, I can't think of anybody's name right now. The cop's yeah. perspective, the little blonde cop. It'll come to me as soon as I fucking stop talking. But anyway, so those two stories were real cool. That one, the story from the cop's perspective takes place after Dresden gets killed at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And then, so it's like he's not in it at all. It's kind of like a year that goes by, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like one, a couple years, I think. So the she hooks up with the werewolf crew. doesn't become a werewolf, but they're helping her out. So they're just fucking up these fairy people and... It's pretty cool. It's a really good story. So oh. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Probably and a good then, way to get your Dresden fix. Yeah. Waiting for the next book. Totally. And then after that, I was digging through what I had, and I have The Warded Man by Peter V. Brett. Oh, yeah, baby. Which is really fucking good. That's really awesome. Yeah. So I'm about two hours into that now, and I'm very much enjoying that. So yeah. That's that, a fucking that first great. one's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, of course, it's a fucking series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of goes downhill, but yeah. Well, so far like it's that great. tarnish <laughs> the majesty of the first. <laughs> I'll just stop listening to this to that series yeah. after this one, then. But yeah, I've, I've been really enjoying that, so it's, it's solid. Highly recommend that. I'm only like I said two hours in, but the kid has ran off on his own. He's mm-hmm. created his own little ward circles and yeah, chopping the arms off huge rock oh, demons. One arm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He'll be so, back. Yeah, oh, he's one already made a few appearances, so you know he's got the fucking. Hot for this little boy's mm-hmm. butthole. Like a Do you ever play the game Monster Rancher? No, I don't think uh, so. That's the one with PlayStation. You put the discs into the into the PlayStation and it reads them. And then it no. there is a tie-in to what I'm talk, talking no. about here. No idea. Uh, but there's these huge stone golems. So I always picture <laughs> like the a golem demon. from that game. Corling? Just having one arm, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the, cor- the corlings. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I got some books, but I'm going to talk about them later mm-hmm. instead of talking about a podcast since I've been pretty floundering on podcasts. So what have you been listening to or reading? I listened to The Waking Fire by mm. Anthony Ryan. Yeah? So he wrote the book Blood Song, which turned into a trilogy. And <laughs> of course it did. I, the first one is super awesome. The second one is pretty good, too. 
the third one I tried to listen to, but I realized too much time had passed. Yeah. Like, I didn't remember anything about the first two bucks. <laughs> so I'm like, well, don't think I'm going to go back and reread or listen to the first two. But I saw you had this other book out, The Waking Fire. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. It's a set kind of like Victorian, kind of like colonial era. So they have guns that are, they don't have machine guns quite yet at the beginning of the book, but there's steamships and cannons and shit like that. But it's uh, colonial times and there's dragons and stuff like that and independent mercantile companies. So they're all, everybody's going after these dragons because their blood will grant you abilities. It's kind of like a Mistborn-ish type thing. Sure. Like a red dragon gives you like control of heat and fire. Okay. And, uh, like a blue that dragon will cool. give you like mental control, yeah. and a green dragon will give you like physical abilities. And there's people that are born with the uh, ability to use them. So yeah, it's pretty good. You kind of they kind of like it's like a few different tales. One you, is a uh, people going into like a lost continent type thing and yeah. kind of exploring. They're looking for like the great white dragon, which is you know. Only just in rumors to exist, John. Sounds racist to me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, this war breaks out, and there's a lot of nautical stuff with this dude. Mm. But the technology is kind of integrated with, like, those abilities. So, like, yeah. their ships are powered by the people. You know, it's not a steam engine. It's, like, some kind of, I forget what they mm. call them, but there's a dude down there, like, using <laughs> the magical uh, dragon like firepower to... Yeah. Uh, like power these ships up uh, so they're sure. going like 20 or 30 miles an hour so no one's down there shoveling coal <laughs> uh, but it's weird it's like they're like kind of these kind of rich people yeah their abilities are rare but they kind of contract them out and then there's another chick who's like a secret agent and has all these kind of gadgets and gizmos and mm. stuff like that so another trilogy here looks like john but uh <laughs> you're committed this time looks it looks pretty good so far yeah leggy Literally just came out in July. So I read it in August. Yeah. Or actually listened to oh, it in okay. August. Sure. So it's going to be a while before the next one comes out. But Sweet. It's good, yeah. If, if you like Mistborn. So what was it called? The Waking Fire. The Waking Fire, okay. It's actually similar to like the the ones that you didn't like with the guns and stuff. Because there's guns and then magical abilities. And you can kind of use... The Mistborn with the guns? Yeah. The, oh, I did end up liking those. I thought you said you stopped no. reading them. No. Just now. Oh no! I was talking about the uh, one of those steam random steampunk books I had on audio. Oh okay. But the like the Alloy of Law and yeah, th- those were great. Yeah, if you if you I like just those, got the third one in that series. From, that's a, what I got from the library. This is similar. Yeah. The technology okay. maybe just a little bit further ahead. Sure. But. Yeah, Sweet. Cool. Sounds yeah. great. Good. Yeah. Uh, cause nice and long too. I was almost out of something, so I was right on the verge of starting to listen to the fucking. Song of Ice and Fire stuff again oh, in yeah. preparation for the next book. Because <laughs> it'll take me a year to get through them all. Probably, it, yeah. It's 195 hours of audio start to finish. Jesus. All five books. I could probably get motivated on some fucking miniatures, actually. But <laughs> yeah, potentially. <laughs> so instead of being completely distracted. So current obsession, I fucking made the mistake of purchasing Total War Warhammer. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> I had a fucking whim one night. I was just sitting there and I was sick of Civilization. Like, God, what am I going to fucking play here? So I bought Total War Warhammer and it's pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a. I've just been playing the grand campaign. Even though I bought the Beastman stuff, I haven't tried the Beast specific campaign. But So you could play as like dwarves, empires, oh, vampire gosh. accounts, Archon, the Beastmen. Um. A couple other little factions, too. There's, like, border princes. and So it's, it's like the map of the old world. You can play as Bretonia. The map of the old world. And then the grand campaign starts. And every every faction has its own fucking thing it's going to do or needs to do to win the game. It takes fucking forever. Like, this is a... It's similar to Civilization, where you're committed for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure... Probably similar basic to Total gameplay War. Yeah. Total War. You take takes, over a city, and you can build it up. Um... But and then you build up your armies. More they run around with their banners. The campaign map, dinking around and actually. But it's like a real stuff, familiar yeah. and awesome campaign map. So mm-hmm. I played through uh, the dwarf campaign as Thorgrim Grudgebearer. You could do that, or you can be the Slayer King. Mm-hmm. But pretty fucking awesome. It took me like probably six or seven tries to be successful because turns out the dwarves and you never really thought about it, but they start in really shitty terrain, like. 
The mountains are all right, but you're right mm-hmm. next to the Badlands where the orcs fucking roam. Uh, so the orcs <laughs> just kept fucking cleaning my clock. If you if the orcs or get a few solid or Ironhide shows yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's one of the motherfuckers. Because you have legendary lords and then you mm-hmm. have regular lords, and the legendary lords are pretty fucking badass. But Thorgrim's real fucking cool. He's got his little throne bears, and they run him around. But so, anyways, you got to go through and like conquer all the mountains For, to get the dwarfs to win. You got to like reconquer and or at least unite through treaties all these dwarf holds. Oh, cool. And then so there's like dwarves you gotta that kill the orcs aren't completely. on your side? Yeah, you, they'll, it's rare that they'll go to war with you, but they'll get fucking pissed off and won't join you, even though, like, you're Thorgrim. <laughs> the grudge. You're the high king. Of the, well, that's one of the things you got to do to win. you got to have the book of grudges has to be clear. So uh, oh, anytime boy. you get attacked or someone sacks your settlement or a hero, like, does a hero thing against you, because you, you get a grudge against them. And you mm-hmm. can't fucking win the game until all the grudges are resolved. And I had some of the other dwarves... Like doing hero things against me because I'd pissed them off somehow. If you don't, if they, they'll keep asking you to go to war with them, and if you don't, well, then they're like, well, fuck you, man. Like they get <laughs> mad at you. But so, anyways, and the, the orcs, if they win a few battles, they fucking form a wah, and then there's this fucking massive orc army going around just raping everything. Mm-hmm. So, and then you, so you got like regular orcs and you got savage orcs too. So there's a couple different factions of that. It's really cool. Um, it was really fun though. It got me fucking stoked. The battles, like the big battle scenes. At first, they're really difficult to control because you got like this whole huge army laid out, and it's real time. Yeah, the first time you play, yeah, you get like it can really get away from you. You got to get the fucking hang of that, though. Yeah. You got to just learn the controls, like you set them to key, yeah, set them to different numbers to select different units. And with the dwarves, though, it's super easy. It's exactly like sixth to eighth edition Warhammer. You set up in the back corner at an angle. <laughs> you hit the down arrow as soon as you cl- click play battle. All your guys back up all the way to the table board edge because you can't set up all the way back at the table board edge. Mm-hmm. And then nobody can get behind you and fuck with you. And you just fucking punish. Because mostly you're fighting orcs. Uh-huh. And they, they, they come at you because that's the, the orcs' nature. And you just fucking punish them. So that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it was a good time. And then... Cool. Did you get any weird like units that aren't in Warhammer but like no, were all, all you always dreamed about? They're like, all Warhammer units. they're like Zeppelins Dude. or something? No, Fire Drakes. You got Gyro Bombers, Gyro Copters. Okay. Two takes on that. You got Hammers, Iron Breakers. Um, and then every every time you play the Grand Campaign, about right around one turn 130 is when Archon arrives in the, in the fucking Castways in the north. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking off the hook, man, because he'll make it like... He'll plow through and take out the vampire accounts almost to a man every time. <laughs> he'll wipe out all the northern dwarven holds. And so you got like city based factions, and then you got like roving factions. Like the Beastmen and the Chaos guys are all roving factions. Ah, that's cool. So they idea. take over a city, it just raises it. You can choose to build a Chaos Shrine for more growth, or you can choose to get cash out of it. Mm-hmm. So those fucking guys, man, they fucking, it's crazy how much destruction they do. I've tried playing as, as Archon, and I can't get anywhere. Like, <laughs> I fight the first two Nordic tribes, and my ass, or Norse tribes, and my ass is, like, half kicked. There's, like, a dwarf hold way up north on the fucking top rim, and I, I try to fight it every time they beat my ass. So, so uh, it was really fucking fun, though. Like, it, it's hilarious how the dwarf tactics carry over into <laughs> the game, like, Mm-hmm. Don't fucking set up in the center, because here's what they're going to do. They're going to run a bunch of fucking fast shit behind you, take out all your uh-huh. shooty shit. The wolf riders. And then you're completely <laughs> surrounded and boned. And the cavalry's real cool, when, like when the cavalry comes in and fights, because it doesn't just, like, hit you and stop. It, like, charges through your lines, and then it turns around and charges back through, so they keep, like, charging through you and fucking you up. Mm-hmm. Really fucking fun. And then That's cool. It took me a while to get through his beast men, his old fucking one-eye. But after, like, the fourth or fifth... Because it, it's, like I said, it, it plays totally different. You can't set up cities and just hunker down. These roving factions have... The Beastmen have this, like, bestial rage. So you can't just sit there and heal for a few turns because your bestial rage drops, and then you start losing troops. They just give up on you, and they start, like, rebelling against you and disappearing. So you have to keep fucking fighting battles, and you have to, like, keep fucking kicking ass. So eventually you get the hang of it, though, and figure out... Like, every time Worsley gets full... You can heal all your troops, so you know, and once every so many turns, the because the beastmen play off the moon a lot, so you get like moon cycles. So uh, that's kind of cool. It helps you heal up. Yeah, it's real cool. And then you can. It's funny because if you like, just your presence creates chaos in in one of the little realms, and the board's all broken up into little little territories. That's so cool. It sounds like they've added a lot of elements that they could never do or really wouldn't make sense like in the historical games that they do yeah yeah like because the, the, the vampires do the same thing where there's like a vampiric waste 
versus chaos that affects a territory. So if you raise a territory, given enough turns where the, the chaos level gets high enough, if other troops come in there to fight you, they'll take attrition just for being in there. So they're taking damage just to walk in there and, kick, and try and fight you. But it's pretty sad playing as the Beastmen. I'm almost through the whole campaign now as them. Yeah, and do you get any Java slides? You, the weird part is you get your... I never got a Jabba Sloy, mm-hmm. but I just stuck to troops because I thought it was cooler, like Minotaur, mm-hmm. Razor Gore, um, and a lot of Bestigore. But if, it sucks when you start because you got Ungors with bows and Ungors with spears. You're not fucking accomplishing anything with that. Nah. You have to like win this first battle where you have, you know, they're maybe. 30% better than you, and so you have to play it out by hand. You can't just auto-resolve it. Yeah. I find the big battles do get pretty boring after a while, so it's always the same thing. So. Yeah, that usually does happen in the Total War games. The, usually the boring thing is towards the end, they, when you have a big army, they just retreat towards their cities, and you always do sieges all the time. So yeah. Does that happen? Yeah, you'll Total end up War having a siege once in a while. The only time... Kids. Only time I'll ever do it, because I'll usually walk, with the Beastmen especially, I'll walk around with two armies next to each other all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you get into a fight, you got someone at your back and you're Kinda always ambush. If you get <laughs> Ambushing. Your, if you get your bestial rage high enough, you generate a war herd, which mm-hmm. is like another small army, but it's like three, four Cygors, a bunch of be- It's all really badass shit that I wouldn't otherwise have. Mm-hmm. You can't control them. They just show up and do I their own thing. Them. They're kind of your allies. But if you get That's attacked, cool. they support you. Or you can send them on a target. So you're like, all right. You guys go over there and conquer that city. And a lot of times they'll get their ass kicked, but who cares? It doesn't cost you anything um, except some support. So you try and keep these guys near you. Because if, if like, you got one lone Beastman army walking around, you're going to get your fucking ass handed to you every time. So mm-hmm. It was pretty sad, though, when I got through. I fucking slew Luan Luncure. Uh, and then I came f- down on his hippogriff. And yeah, yeah, he fucking flies around. I fucking killed him. Took out the whole the whole of Bretonia was in ashes, and fucking the ground was splitting, and chaos was seeping out of it. It was pretty sad. And then I did the same thing to the Empire. But by the time I got over to the Empire, Archon and company had fucking came through and ass raped everybody. So there wasn't a lot mm-hmm. to clean up there. Is he like on your side then, as the Beastman? He he's not. You can try and set up an alliance with him but even the other beastman tribes because when you're playing as dwarves like there's just a random yeah. time when the beastmen appear so when you're playing as dwarves like there'll be beastmen all of a sudden in your southern territory <laughs> like son of a bitch <laughs> so then you got to put an army down there and deal with them but so like there's a handful of beastman factions and they're not united at all but you can confederate with them if you can get them to like you enough so mm-hmm. um but with dwarves like you can if you make friendly with everybody, it's a lot easier to confederate. And then once you con- once you confederate with the other dwarves, you get all their realms, you get all their armies. Oh, yeah. But with the with the beastmen, if you confederate, they just take all the troops they had and distribute among your existing armies. So hmm. either way, man, what a fucking good time! I would love to fucking see ogres. Like how awesome uh, would an ogre army be? Let's expand this. Cool. Elves would be badass. They hint the fact that at the fact yeah, that they're, they're skaven. I don't know. I've been meaning to look it up, but I haven't. Um, but they hint at the fact that they're Skaven, but you, there's no Skaven army, so mm-hmm. they got to really get on top of some of these things, because I, I think Ogres would be fucking epic in this. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking blast, I'm sure dude. I'd have fun. Yeah. I'm sure. How many <laughs> hours have you put into this? Probably what 8 to 12 theme? hours per ca- grand campaign. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I didn't even look at what my Steam time is. So it's, <laughs> it's on this computer, but it would be depressing to look. Yeah. <laughs> So it's fun though. I'm I don't know if I have any interest in playing through as any Does of the other factions. Does it make you want to paint models? And play like it makes me want to play the game like the old school game because when you have a battle, like it's literally you literally deploy the same way you deploy in Warhammer. It just happens to be real time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fun though. Like you set up in the back corner, send your gyros out to fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> you get the you could give all the fucking play down some steam gun suppression with the dwarves the miners are really awesome because you could give them all blasting charges so when anybody oh. gets close they're chucking fucking bombs and then like sure, playing the dwarves would be cool just because of all the explosions you can create yeah sure. yeah it's, it's it's a fucking hoot man and then there's like you can travel underground as the dwarves instead of like walking across the map and then people might catch you while you're doing it and then there's an underground battle if you lose an underground battle, you're wiped out, so you're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. But 
With the dwarves, if you lose all your armies, it doesn't matter because you have your 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 lands. You can just generate, build more. Mm-hmm. Dwarves are fucking epic in terms of the money they're generating. It was a fucking crazy time. Like you're building this awesome economy. You're generating like fifty, sixty thousand gold per turn, mm-hmm. and like you have so many armies, you don't want to create anymore because you're already kicking everybody's ass. I played it on normal difficulty, so. Mm-hmm. But beastmen, a little trickier to fucking get the hang of. And so far, the key seems to be keep two armies next to each other all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you create a third army, keep it next to you till you have a fourth. <laughs> Sounds like it's time to recreate the Arctonians and uh, take all Cav. I'm going to add a mod to uh, this game. I'm going to spend the yeah. next six months coding this up. It up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, man, it's a real fucking hoot. So if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. it some of it gets tedious. Some of the downsides is like the heroes run around and you can do hero actions against armies or settlements. I think the AI gets a percentage to like wound a hero or wound your forces or mm-hmm. damage a settlement. So it gets a little fucking frustrating when there's all these heroes like running around. Cheating. Yeah, they're kind of... There's been times when I have an ally going to war with like the orcs and I'm like, yeah, fuck, why not? And then I'm just like, no, because I'm not dealing with all these dumbass little goblins running around <laughs> fucking fucking with my dudes. So I just, just, it gets a little tedious with the hero stuff and I don't really build a lot of heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, except as dwarves, you kind of have to because you'll get quests and issues and grudges and shit that require it. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's my spiel on that, which was pretty fucking awesome. Sounds good. You should download a trial that's copy that, or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been obsessing about, point. man? <laughs> uh, as far as shows going, have you ever seen Girls on HBO? Yeah, I've watched that's all fucking that. hilarious. Yeah, I've never. Some reason I never clicked on it. Yeah, but you get all the old HBO shit on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so you get a few seasons of it. Sure, it's fucking hilarious. I I enjoy it. Like you got the crazy guy. Kind of looks like you. <laughs> yeah, it's Adam Driver. It's yeah. Kylo Ren. So I really wish I'd seen it before the Force Awakens came out because that would have been like the most awesome reveal. <laughs> like this fucking weird. Wait, he looks so skimpy in Force Awakens, yeah. but then in the the girls, you can tell he's like a really tall, like pretty fit guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's just fucking huge, and he's fucking like, half crazy. Yeah, and he's, he's fucking a real bananas. weird dude. Yeah, yeah. He, there's a couple scenes in Force Awakens where it kind of seems like he sounds like he does. Like <laughs> we're not done yet. <laughs> like, but that's just fucking hilarious. You got the main character chick. Who's yeah, it's all it's all chicks. A heavy Wisconsin-y looking chick who's. Spends a yeah. fair amount of time nude in the show. Roger ought to like that. Getting there. Getting out there. Getting getting the different body types yeah. out of the world. Yeah. Definitely a banger. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. It's kind of like similar to Bridesmaids or something. Mm, yeah. where It's all chicks, but it's still quite hilarious, even if you're a guy. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think that's worth watching. So, yeah, definitely worth watching. Check it out for Kylo. Mm. From cool. episode one, he's rocking it. <laughs> Kylo. <laughs> yeah. All right, you got a music pick, dog? Oh, my God. Saturday, we went to Madison and saw Shovels and Rope. They just came out with a new CD. So mm-hmm. came out this week. No, it was last week. But anyway, so I'm going to play a tune off that. This is off the new Shovels and Rope CD. The CD is called Little Seeds. So here you go. Sweet.
Right. What do you got for fucking <laughs> history, buddy? Just love how those husky agents sound <laughs> on the record. <laughs> okay, so me and Barnaby went to Saga Storm a couple weeks ago. Mm. We stayed at Hagen's house, dude. He put oh, us up for the night. Stay in baby. the basement. <laughs> yeah, we, I was wondering if it was going to be the same place we stayed at yeah. a while back. And we pulled up the house. I'm like, I think this is it. I think this is it. Sure shit. It was the same house. <laughs> and talking to his, uh, he actually had to run an errand or something. So just his wife and kids were there. Yeah. So chatting her up. And yeah. So yeah, we stayed there before. Mm-hmm. They bought the house in November 06. Yeah. And we stayed there. She said just within a couple months. So February 07. That's when we went to. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. The Valentine's Day Massacre <laughs> Tournament. Yeah. <laughs> which was a series of <laughs> tournament. This was kind of in the heyday of the like three-game, one-day events. Yeah. Because in the maybe like 02 to 06, 07, <laughs> that's like that's what, what all, all the tournaments were. There yeah. wasn't quite an organized community for the two-day stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and the GTs were going on, but people didn't realize yet that they could just do it themselves and it'd probably end up way better yeah. <laughs> than what GW did. So, yeah, that was nearly 10 years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much it's similar. A lot more stuff in there now. Jam-packed <laughs> with Legos and uh, North Star terrain oh. and then Dark Star terrain. Jesus Christ. Saga terrain. You just got bins everywhere? Yeah, so many bins. It's pretty yeah. awesome to see yeah. his collection. Then he has these racks of uh, these t- metal racks that have you know the kind of tubs that you put your models in yeah from so he's got these racks that had, are just enough room for one of those bins yeah and they go from the floor to the ceiling <laughs> and there's like two two stacks of those yeah and every single bin is filled with painted holy like shit. awesome high quality painted model yeah. from <laughs> like 20 tear. years Jesus Christ staff so yeah. yeah super generous of him put us up yeah that's cool but yeah brought to mind that old massacre the fucking what it brings to mind for me is the tomato plum home run home run and yeah, pizza yeah. cause that shit was awesome I still think about that and wish we could get them wish we could get those damn things yeah, yeah that's right at the end of that era I don't think it went any any further than that it used to be Every Valentine's Day, the couples, yeah, couple, the couple, couples it was a tournament, team, team tourney. But it was February, so middle of winter, Minnesota. Mm. Not super appealing to drive, but <laughs> uh, especially, I don't know, but Wapaka didn't even exist back then. So there, it was, so you were running North Star then, I think. Yeah. Although, yeah, it was. You were running I would North always Star. run it over winter break because yeah. I was in college. <laughs> But I think maybe that would have been the last year that I did it. Yeah. Um, oh six, oh seven. Like Jesus. That. But I remember driving over there because we had the Skaven and you had the Beastman mm. teaming up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I had my Skaven in the trunk, and my Packmasters all had these green stuff whips. 
<laughs> I remember this. And then it, yeah, they like... It was cold as all fuck. Yeah, it was just cold. I don't, I don't know if it actually froze back there, but um, I just like jiggered the box around and like broke like all eight whips, just like in the middle of the green stuff, which normally it's elastic. And I've never had any issues Until with it, gets it negative, which is it. why, like, <laughs> with the uh, tentacles, the tentacles, yeah, they never, <laughs> never get below room temperature. <laughs> a good lesson to learn, especially with uh, that many uh, fucking tentacles. Yeah, because when they break in the middle, there isn't really a way to. It looks like shit when you glue it back. Glue, yeah, you, you get a little ring of glue around there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was good times. I think we got best painted back then. Yeah, can you go through your plaques real quick and? Just, uh, just see if it, yeah, there's the best team in there or something. I'm working on. <laughs> oh, don't look at that. I'm working on converting up my fucking back garage into a proper garage space, and I'm gonna hang up every fucking Warhammer award right, I ever want. I got four boxes of them back there. Um, I don't even know if some of my websites are still up here. Thewildherd.com. Let's check it out. See if it's. I haven't fucking thought of or gone to this website in a very long time, so. Is it gonna go? Let's bring up Chinese. Uh-oh. Chinese Looks like characters. I've been hacked. <laughs> well, maybe so much maybe for they that. bought your thing. They bought your domain. I think but I just please, let please it go. Please contact us if you'd like to get the wild herd back. That's what this says. Could be. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, you know what? I got the source code. <laughs> Unless it's it's probably one of those PHP sites. I was doing PHP for a while mm-hmm. just to mix up my home web page abilities and interests just to keep it interesting. And uh, you do a little bit of fucking. PHP, the problem is you can't just open them on your computer without running some other shit. Mm-hmm. All right, you said 2006? We can just 2007. Re- February 07 was when. Let's see. Let's go back that far. Shatterball. Looks like it is. sure I didn't Gen- have dwarfs? January 2008. Now I remember. The debut of this Beastman army was 2008 in January, because it says right here, the North Star, 2008. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Your math yeah. ain't adding up, man. <laughs> yeah, your website's wrong, dude. Well, let's look at I the remember fucking... all my shit snapped. The debut is a full force, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, that could be. Maybe it was a Tani Award or a Tani Force. 2007, Merry Mayhem, Adepticons. Yeah, I got a, the Lustria Trading Company. We did it at Adepticon in 2007. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess it's lost. It's lost in the wrinkles of time. Yeah, wrinkles. The ball sack wrinkles. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah, that's fun stuff. Moving on to Johnny's podcast. Well, like I said, I don't have a podcast to talk about because I've been kind of hurting for that shit lately. There's only one I found, but I've been t- I talked about that last time. I do have some really fucking awesome books. So the first two, I fucking I don't know if I talked about this or not, but I read I Strahd in the Ravenloft series, and it was fucking awesome. I thought it was really really good. And I can't remember. So I've been. Scooping up Ravenloft books. Yeah, okay. I found I had Istrad. I have Vampire of the Mists, which I started reading, but got mm-hmm. distracted by something else. And then I also had um, Night of the Rose, I think it's called, the one about the guy from the Dragonlance series, mm-hmm. Lord Soth. But what I'm going to talk about, what's really fucking awesome, I started reading this book like a week ago, because it came from the library, is Hyperion... Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, man, it's so fucking good, dude. Like, the main the main story itself... It's kind of slow and not a lot happening. Yeah, I think. But the sub stories are fucking awesome. Like, yeah. So the fir- like the first sub story, well, the main plot Creepy. is like the, yeah. there's this planet Hyperion, and then all these seven people get asked to come to Hyperion to visit the time vaults when the time vaults open. Yeah, they're they're moving backwards through time. Yeah, it's this weird, mysterious shit nobody understands that moves backwards in time in this one spot. So somebody in the future. Yeah. Sending something back in time. Yeah. So, a, like, what, you know, what so what's it going to be? They don't know. So these or six or seven people get asked to come here. They're all different. They don't know each other. They're unrelated. To come and be there when it opens. The Shrike, which is crazy fucking badass killing machine dude, person, whatever, is going to kill all of them but one, and that one he's going to grant a wish to. And the Shrike can control time. You find out later when you get some perspectives from someone who's hanging out with them, but... Oh, man, the sub-stories are just awesome, though. So, like, Father Hoyt tells a story about Father Dure, who went down to Hyperion and lived with the Bakira, who are these, like, crazy little race of, like, bald, completely hairless, genderless people that were at, like, a adult Down syndrome level of, like... like some kind of colony ship being crashed. Being able to think. Yeah, 400 years ago. into, like, a plateau, so they're all secluded. Yeah, so they've been and isolated. Behind this, like, 
thunder forest or lightning forest or something. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, the, the Tesla tree, trees. The Tesla trees actually collect lightning and just blow everything yeah, up. Yeah, so you can't. It's not really safe to go through. So he like travels out there and lives with them, and just some fucking crazy shit goes down. It's really yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a nice mix of like. Because that one's almost like a weird like horror story. Yeah, it was. Of, it's uh, really those people are fucking nuts. A and between action and he uh, so he, like Hoyt tells the story, but then the main character of the main story itself is the console. And he figures out that Hoyt told yeah, it, lied about it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Any spoilers so he, there. yeah, he gets the truth. Well, the book's like 20 years old, right? Yeah, but it's from the 80s. Fucking good. You want people to read it. <laughs> so I won't give it away, but he gets the real story, and it's you would like, sabotage <laughs> the joy you've experienced. <laughs> you're fucking cringing by the end of it. It's fucking awesome. And then like the second story is the one I just finished. Which one? And that's when Kassad. Oh yeah. Fucking Colonel Fedman Kassad. Yeah. So he fucking from force. Yeah, he's he's like a he goes up through the ranks of the military for force, which is like the main military organization of the Based government. Off Mars. Yeah, and it's fucking super cool. So he like gets wounded. He's on this ship, which is a hospital ship, and the oh, ousters. Awesome, yeah. The the ousters are like these aliens. They're humans, but they've been in space. They like disappeared from main human civilization, and they lived in space so long they're, that they they're all distorted now. Basically, that's like where Infinity Nomads come from. Yeah, they they got crazy like cool technology and shit, and they just do their own thing. But they hate like the main human civilization, and they, we don't really know what's going on. But they're about to go to war, you know that. So, anyways, he's on this ship that gets blown up, and then somehow he survives and takes over a ship and makes it to the planet and meets up with the Shrike, and all this fucking crazy awesome shit happens. It's so fucking like I couldn't put the book down. It was that fucking good. So I'm pretty obsessed with that. Yeah, that yeah is probably one of my favorite of all time, I would say. Yeah, sure. really fucking it's a, good. It's a two-parter. Dan Simmons, right? Hyperion. Daniel Simmons. Yeah, Dan Simmons. I didn't, I didn't write the author here. I just got the book name, but fucking so good, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that's that's what I'm going to talk about instead of a podcast. Okay. Some legit books. Oh, I can't fault you for that. <laughs> what do you got for a useful hobby product, buddy? Well, this one, actually, I think maybe I talked about it before, but for the Saga models. Mm-hmm. For the basing, I did you know some flock whatever. Yeah. Hit them with some static grass, and then did a nice layer of birch seeds. Mm-hmm. And then when I was doing the second batch, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go to town on these babies. And so I went back with another, like a different colored static grass. Yeah. And then just laid down a shitload of birch seeds on them, and they looked fucking awesome. Did you go over so to Century World and just take a bunch seed, off the trees? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I had some from Bear. Yeah. I think he might have a couple in his yard or something, because uh. I remember him giving me some. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's almost just like cheating, kind of. Like it it looks look, so good. It looks so good. And, um, and when you seal it with, go back over with some glue and stuff like that, you know, it, you know it's, it's nice and firm. You can actually, like, dry brush it. Because I was... Or you know, you could just paint you it. You put too. watered down glue over it, over the whole thing. Yeah, well, you glue it down, and then I just go back with watered down PVA. I've never so done that to it. The shit doesn't. Yeah, because it'll fall off. I just super time. glue it on really well, but yeah, maybe it'll still pop off. It definitely breaks apart if you yeah. touch it. So yeah, if you go back with some watered down PVA, you can kind of dry brush it to tie it in. I had a couple different. I think from some company called Skullcraft. So I had some really dark brown leaves. And then some lighter colored ones. Yeah. I didn't like how dark the dark ones were, so I went back and dry brushed some of them to kind of tie them in with the bases. Sure. And got a lot of good feedback on the bases when I post them, but it's so it's so easy, easy to yeah. do. Yeah, I just want to do that with the Chaos Dwarves almost. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's really the Raj style. Fit, but it's so easy, and it looks so good. <laughs> you just got to yeah. write a little story to go with them, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but there are, I know you can buy from different suppliers like, those leaves, they've been dyed like red and yeah. purple. And I use the red ones and orange ones on the Orctonians and yellow ones, too. Okay. Yeah. And then you mix a couple brown and green ones in just for flavor, too. But Yeah, well, you can do, like, fall stuff, but then you can do, like, weird purple or blue leaves, you know. Alien like shit. Like, fantasy, like, yeah. alien-type leaves. I think I got mine I from Secret Weapon. Kind of black leaves or something like that. But, yeah, you definitely need to get some in your inventory. Oh, I got a, I got two, of, three huge bags of them. Mm-hmm. You definitely gotta find a use for them. Yeah, so, so easy. Basically, if you they don't doing, fit my infinity you're doing grass theme. or brown, <laughs> yeah, just put some leaves down. Yeah, I think you could. You Ortonians, could, they you fit could just awesome throw them on. on your infinity leaves because you're 
So it's a cityscape, though. Yeah, but it's all busted up, right? Yeah. So nobody's there's no street sweepers going around picking up all the leaves <laughs> off the trees. That probably look phenomenal. So far, like my bases are, I do cityscape, flowers and, and then like stuff. one or two little purple flowers because the purple's the main color on the model. But I'm trying to keep. I didn't do any static grass though. I was trying to get away from that because I've been using that shit since mm-hmm. my first miniature when I was eight years old. Yeah, baby. So cool, man. Yeah, I agree. That looks awesome. It's it's, it's fun and easy. Yeah. Don't have any. Go get some. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Oh yeah, time for Jonathan's the <laughs> sex toy. We've got a long time to research this. All right. So we've all heard of the strap-on dildo. <laughs> we're we're quite familiar. Have you yeah. heard of the strap-on vagina? What? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> there's several variations on this. They make some that go over your butthole, so you can strap <laughs> a vagina over your butthole. These for a prison? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I couldn't figure it. But if you want to get into some kinky shit, play some real gender role reversal here. They make some like this, which is a guy's ass with a strap on <laughs> vagina over his butthole. <laughs> oh my god. And they make like some real so realistic looking ones. Wow. Like this one. That was nice and dirty. I'm yeah. intrigued by that one. That's a real hair pie. They make some that I don't know where this guy's cock is, but he's wearing a see this one is over his oh, how does it work? There's one that's like panties with a legit looking vagina on it. That would just be fine for your girlfriend or something. This one looks like the end of a flashlight, but it's, it's a vagina yeah. strap on. So I think like... It kind of looks like a dude or something that had a stroke. Like <laughs> one half of his mouth is... <laughs> a little saggy. They, they got some with crazy teeth in them. Oh, weird. The cannibal... That one looks... Oh, my God. Yeah. So... That's scary. <laughs> I think the point is like... You could do some really fucking weird kinky shit if you got into the strap-on vagina yeah. here. If you got like a little tiny weenie that doesn't need to go anywhere. Fucking, <laughs> I, I was just Googling like, what can I talk about here? And I found this like two weeks ago. So it's been up on my phone ever since every time I go into Chrome. <laughs> it just pops up. Do a so Google reminded. search. Just Google search strap-on, two words, space vagina. Just look at the first yeah. like handful of things that come Won't up. Don't be disappointed. You get some really kicky, weird, crazy, huge strap-on pictures, wow. too, but that's a little further down. That is scary. Yeah. So, either way, okay. I'm intrigued. I think I'm yeah. going to order one of these babies up. I'd like to see it in action. Bully's going to get stung by a wasp. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, isn't that fucking weird? Whoever heard of such a thing? Well, we live in an age of wonders, John. Mm, the realistic one, the cartoon one. I'm all about yeah. gender role reversal, and that's real fucking... I'm intrigued. It probably just meant to like strap onto your face for a Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but not the way. Not what I'm seeing by these images here. So, <laughs> all right, let's talk about our fucking links. Yeah, I still get a payout of about eleven, twelve bucks every couple months. Amazon into the PayPal account from this. So, Raj Bay. Keep fucking clicking through. We're gonna be more consistent with these podcasts. Like I said, we're gonna shoot for every two, three weeks, like we used back, to. Back Keep up our. Out. AOS, Infinity Discussions, Saga. It's going to be a lot of Wapaka talk here. Yeah. Um, Warhammer, yeah. All the other cool shit we encounter. So if you think it's worth listening, and you must if you're still listening to us after all this fucking time, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and fucking click through the Point Hammered support page from the fancy new web page yeah. I made a little while back. It's pretty fancy. Let us wet these fucking beaks. John, is it mobile friendly? Yeah, it's definitely mobile friendly. Okay. That was one of my fucking... Criteria for creation wow. of said website. Wow. Okay. So, you hear that? Mobile friendly. Get on there. Click through the site for Amazon. eBay is a big one. When we you're get taking paid a shit yeah. and listening to our shit in yeah. your ears, <laughs> you can buy some shit <laughs> on eBay or Ramazon. Go right. get yourself a fucking strap on vagina. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really can't afford not to have one. I you want to be left behind. I'm thinking about getting one. Wouldn't it be funny if you were wearing one, but your dick was coming out of it? <laughs> if I if my wife hadn't outlawed all dick whip whip outery, I might bring one of those to a fucking tournament and just wear it <laughs> with my dick like, hanging out of it. Like, hey boys, get a look at this. First, it's kind of like a mangina thing. Then you kind of gotta like reach in there and kind of like rope it out. You're like, hold on, hold on. Chub it up a little out. bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my I gosh. think that would be pretty awesome. Too bad. 
Too bad I can't take a picture yeah. of that these days. <laughs> that could be well, a nice episode cover. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good return to the normal. Yeah, I agree. Back to it. I'll, this, I'm thinking this will keep me a little more active, too. And okay. I, so, despite all my personal shit, once I take over these properties, I might have a little bit of busy time on that. But mm-hmm. I want my fucking Infinity shit done. And I'm... Wor- so, I got two and, like, a quarter models left of that. And then I... For, what, like, what you have? For, for my that. first Infinity list. Okay, so you know what you... Yeah, I had 300 points. You should send it to me. I'll just take a look at it's it. It's not very good, but I will. <laughs> yeah. I have the PDF. Well, I could suggest what yeah. the next thing that you should do. Oh, I know what I'm going to do next. I'm going to do one of those um, medic slash engineer women. Soft attack? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it, soft yeah. Attack. that's next for sure. So, But after that, yeah, I could go anywhere. I got all the models. So, yeah, I'll send you the list. I think I got to work my work computer, so maybe mm-hmm. you'll get that in your inbox today. Oh, nice. <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. Okay. You going to kick us out here? Some more. Uh, now we're gonna run a little more shovels and rope. Like I said, I seen these guys Saturday. It was a really fucking awesome show. Drank way too many beers in Madison for the drive right. home around about two in the morning. <laughs> so, but regardless, it was a really good time. And uh, their new CD is pretty solid. The first like seven eight songs really good. Then it goes fucking downhill a bit. But either way, it's worth breaking. Mm-hmm. It was eight ninety nine on Amazon for the audio version. So. This is going to be off Little Seeds by Shovels and Rope, and you can fucking suck my balls. That's my bees. It was a section of the army at Cumberland, the 15th Army Corps. Just a few years back, it was a bunch of boys that never left home before. But the shame that shake a mob was so hungry they could almost die. Without any order from the general, they clambered up the mountainside, clambered up the mountainside. Don't go with the Lindic Sea on Missionary Ridge. Don't call to arm those poles or die. Open up the casket You wake those boys to wonder among the old carnage. Buried in a sunny place 